welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli. I'm a NLP practitioner and transformational coach. And today on the show, I have a really special guest. Her name is Rachel Bess, and Rachel is a transformational coach, and she helps people with their body, mind, and finance, taking them from where they are today to where they want to be. Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, I'm so delighted that you and I finally had a chance to uh, really connect, and I love your story, your, your personal transformation journey. And what I would like to do first is have you take a few moments and share with my listeners a little bit about who you are today. What, what are you doing today with the business? Maybe you could share a little bit about that, um, you know, how you're helping people. Would that be okay? Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, so today I have been helping hundreds of people just really um, reach their health goals, Um, you know, help people lose anywhere from 10 pounds all the way up to 100 pounds. And I just help them learn how to eat healthier. So then that ripples into other parts of their lives. And so then they start building that confidence and then they start feeling better and then they have a better quality of life. Then also uh, ripples into their relationships with their, their friends and their family. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. The ripple effect. That's what I talk about all the time. <laughs> because awesome. it's so true. You know, what we are doing today and having those positive transformations really does uh, ripple into other areas of our life and into our families. Mm-hmm. Well, Rachel, tell us, tell me a little bit about what do you love most Uh, What I love most about what I'm currently doing is that I get to help people gain confidence and um, then they end up deciding to do things that they've always wanted to do, but they were just too fearful and their weight held them back. And now they just blossom and they grow because they have that confidence that they're out there doing things that, that their weight used to hold them back and not do. Uh, you know, speaking of weight, that makes me think of something. And let me ask you, since you're in the business of helping people transform, especially through weight loss, mm-hmm. from your experience or what you've seen from others, can, could, could you share a few examples of how weight can affect that, um, that comfort zone that you were just referring to, that, that level of comfort? Yes, absolutely. Um, so I know for, for myself and uh, other people that I have helped, um, you just kind of shrink back. Like in your head, you just, you really want to do something, but you're just too scared to do it because you're, you think that people are looking at you or they might judge you, even though they're probably not. But in our head, we think that people are looking at us funny, like, why are they doing that? But when we lose weight, it just builds that confidence that we we don't really care what other people think because we feel good about ourselves. And so then that fear just kind of goes away and then we just do the things that that we've always wanted to do and we just let our weight hold us back. When when people let their weight interfere with what they're you know ideally what they know in their heart they would love to do. Is it an, a self-image issue? It, you know, because you said that some people are afraid of what others might think, although they might not really be thinking that. Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah, I think so. I definitely. That? Yeah, I think it's a self-image thing and a self-esteem thing that people are just 
too scared to do it because they're afraid of what other people are going to say or think of them. Let's go back for a moment about what you're doing today because so far everyone has gotten an idea that you help people lose some weight. And how, how do you help people transform by losing weight? Do you put them on a specific diet, a regimen? Um, do you work with a mind? You know, so tell us a little bit about how you help them transform their lives that way. Yes. So what I do is I do a health assessment, a free health assessment with them, and just really ask them questions of, you know, why is it important to them and, you know, wanting to get to a healthier weight. And it's, it's really a lifestyle change. I just uh, come alongside them and teach them. Um, I do have a structured meal plan that we follow uh, to get to a healthy weight. But during that uh, structured meal plan, it's teaching us to properly nutrition our body every two and a half to three hours and learning proper foods to eat. And then um, they just transition into um, use, using all, you know, grocery store foods and they've learned all these healthy recipes. And I just guide them along and link arms with them to I'm, I'm their their support so that they have any questions so they don't ever feel like they're doing it all alone they're they have a support system myself and then I also include them in the community of other like-minded people that are really trying to gain a healthier lifestyle and I really try to help with the mind uh, to help them learn how to look at this as it's a lifestyle change and not a diet. Because if we put the word diet into our brain, then we get to a goal and then what? So I really encourage people to take the word diet out of their their mind and just look at it as, you know, this is a lifestyle change. Am I allowed to have that cookie every once in a while? Yes, you can have that cookie. It's just a matter of a choice though. And if you don't put limits on yourself, if you don't put the word chi or diet in your brain, then it, it makes you have control and a different outlook on food, and then it doesn't have a control over you. You have control over the food. Mm. I just, I've been writing down some notes because I love some of the words that you've been able to use, um, lifestyle change versus diet. And that, I see that true with not just our uh, health and our fitness, but really and other aspects too, right? It's, it's about a whole a holistic approach, whether mm-hmm. it be relationships or our business or our health, even our, you know, playtime, honestly. And it mm-hmm. all goes back to that whole mind and word choices, right? Because right. diet, I've always said diet is a four-letter word. <laughs> and, <laughs> Absolutely. And most of us, we do. When we say diet, we're like, oh, all of a sudden, um, we feel as though, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Restricted? Um, yeah, that's the word. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's definitely one of them. So I, I love that you were p- presenting this in a whole holistic approach and that you use the word about learning because it's so true. Most of us do what we do because, you know, these are things that we've already learned or we've adapted. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn to do something new and different to get some different results, Right. Yep. Oh, fantastic. So, Rachel, I'm kind of curious. I bet everyone else is. Was there a specific or event or point in time in your life that guided you into this direction to be a health um, transformational coach? Yes. Um, I actually got invited uh, three and a half years ago to a sip and paint 
one of my um, hair clients. I used to do hair. I did hair for 19 years. And uh, she invited me to this sip and paint. And I was just basically going to support her because it was her first time ever doing it. And I walked into this lady's house. And she was a transformational coach. She shared a little bit about her story. And at that point in my life, I was just, I had a lot of life going on. I was depressed. I was overweight. I just, there was a lot of different things going on. I was struggling with my oldest son. I had been married for a year and a half trying to blend a family. There was just so many things going on. And so I was just in a depressed state of mind. And so when I met this lady, she shared her story, and I was inspired because I had actually just been, you know, praying that, you know, something had to change. I didn't know what that change was, but I just knew something needed to change. And so when she shared her story, I was very inspired by it. So I reached out to her and told her I wanted to know more. So we connected. We did, uh, she did a health assessment with me, asked me some questions, and then, um, you know, I, I also kind of want to share this real quick, that I actually, about three, four months before that, I had went to, actually, it was probably about six months, I had went, my husband and I went to Kings Island, Cedar Point, we went to Cedar Point with my in-laws, and I actually was too big for a couple of the rides, I did, they did squeeze me in, but it was absolutely mortifying that, um, you know, everybody was already buckled in, and I was sitting there red-faced trying to shove myself in because I, I didn't want to get off because I was too embarrassed, but I, you know, also they were struggling to fasten the seatbelt. And so they finally, and I was getting ready to get off, and they finally, like, shoved it in, and... Um, then there was another right, too, that I almost had to get off, but they shoved me in it. So, um, you know, that, that was very fresh in my mind when her and I connected. And um, that was just, you know, very humiliating. And I, I didn't want to be like that anymore. And so she offered me this gift, and I decided to go ahead and start. And within two weeks, I had lost 10 pounds and was feeling amazing. And so she had asked me to... Uh, explore the health coaching or transformational coach option. And I accepted that. And then I became a health coach and decided to pay this gift forward to help other people. What a story. I'm sure there's so many people listening who can relate to you and your story and feeling depressed and even embarrassed when out in, you know, places like what you were just describing, trying to get on a ride. And, Mm -hmm. That must be an amazing feeling to meet somebody who actually had an answer, who could give mm-hmm. you hope. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. I, you know, I think that's one of the greatest gifts that we can give. And if we can allow ourselves to go to at least that place of hope, to know that there is something better, and mm-hmm. just to keep our eyes and ears open for that next person that we meet. And that could be at a sip and paint like yourself. It could be mm-hmm. through this podcast show, right? It could be right, through right. so many modalities of just being open to um, allowing the information to come into your life because you just never mm-hmm. know who it's going to help. Mm-hmm. Well, Rachel, you mentioned something else about blending families. So let's shift over for just a minute 
And because this show, I, lo- I really enjoy talking to mompreneurs because going back to that ripple effect, I really mm-hmm. believe that as women, when we can empower ourselves and we can become our very best, we are mm-hmm. setting examples. Again, the ripple mm-hmm. effect for our children to watch and observe. Yep. And I really believe that's really what a lot of this show is about. So, yes, you're designing the life of your dreams because look at you. <laughs> You've done so much and you're paying it forward. Um, but as women, if we can, you know, share this example with our kids, we will have a um, next generation. So with that being said, how many children do you currently have at home under the age of 18? Four. Four. And how many total? Five. You have five total. And what, are, what do they range from? Uh, two and a half all the way up to almost 21. Two and a half to 21. Wow, that's quite quite the span. You do have your hands full. (laughs) Now, as a mom, now, so uh, before I ask you this, share with us a little bit about your um, day or week. So how many, you know, do you you work from home? Do you work outside the home? Yes, I work from home. Sometimes I go out and about and have meetings, but yes, majority is at home. So you're working from home and you currently have four children at home. And so what is it, what do you do to take a little bit of time for yourself? Now, how do you rest and relax? Well, um, I usually, after the kids go to school, my two-year-old, he he actually is a pretty good sleeper. So in the morning, um, I try to, you know, get a few things done around the house, get some appointments made, check in on some clients. And uh, then in the evening time when uh, my husband's home and the kids are home after dinner, then I will, you know, again, do some, do some phone calls um, as they're in the house watching the, the two-and-a-half-year-old. I, then I come out in the screen room and do some phone calls and check in with people. Oh, fantastic. Well, as a work-from-home mom, did you ever have any um, challenges from within your uh, – at any point in time, really, but I guess, have you had any challenges since you've had this new business and career with working from home, with kids, with family? Oh, yes, absolutely. And actually, I, I worked um, in a salon also during, because I've been uh, transforming oh my gosh, transformational coach for three and a half years. And just April of this year, 2018, is when I stepped out of the salon. So I was working 40 hours in the salon plus trying to build this business plus having a family. So definitely was challenging and still can be challenging at times, but we just decide to, you know, make it work. We plug in times and make it um you know, non-negotiable times of when I'm going to work and then we just work as a team and everybody just kind of does their part. You know, my husband helps with the the two-and-a-half-year-old. He also helps do laundry. The kids do dishes. And, you know, so we all just very much make it a team effort and everybody just kind of knows their role. They know that uh, I had that discussion with them. So then they, they know where they stand and where I stand and then we just make it work. I love it. Teamwork and communication sounds like yes. a key element to running a family that size with people working in the house, out of the house and having children at the same time. Absolutely. Is there uh, anything that stands out in your head, like any particular thing that was particularly challenging 
whether it be during the transition or since you left? Um, yeah, the challenge would have been um, at when my little boy was a little bit uh, younger, um, just trying to figure out when I could do my phone calls and when could I meet with people. Um, that was, and, you know, just um, just getting things done around the house, you know, until I really figured out a system that worked well. Um, that's why I kind of, I leaned actually on my mentors to help me learn how to, you know, make those challenges become uh, systematic and just work smoothly in our family. So I'm curious, what kind of solutions did you come up with? Because I'm going to guess that there's going to be somebody listening who wants to know some of your secrets. What did you find that works for you? Well, I um, I just plugged into my schedule the times that worked best when people were going to be home. I just kind of looked at, you know, when the kids were home from school, uh, when my husband would be home from work, and I just plugged those times in and just – you know, worked around my family, really, um, just really kind of um, evaluating when everybody was going to be home to be able to pitch in to help and make things run smoother. Mm, I love that. And have you learned any lessons from this challenge that you're referring to? Um, yeah, just, you know, really, you know, work around you know, what matters most, and that's my family. And so if I just worked, you know, in, in the nooks and crannies of my day and, um, you know, because ultimately the reason I'm, I'm home doing this business is so that I can be home and present with my family. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm not sure if I answered your question. <laughs> well, I'm hearing what I'm hearing is really my family comes first. That's mm-hmm. the reason why I'm staying home working this business. And it mm-hmm. sounds to me like um, there, there are always ebbs and flows, right, because schedules are going to change. I know mm-hmm. for a lot of us, the fall schedule with kids and in school and sports and events can be very hectic. And then, of course, we have the holidays. Uh, yes. But what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is that you – it sounds like you just have really good communication with all the family members. Yes. And everybody's really on the same page as to, you know, what your position is, what your goals are, and how they can help assist you with that. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's key. That's key. Well, Rachel, as um, we kind of wrap some stuff up, do you have any tips for our mompreneurs on, you know, how to balance business and children and personal time? Um, well, um, you know, just like I've said before, just, you know, really look at your day, just kind of evaluate um, when are some times that you can use for me time, when are some times that uh, people are going to be home to help assist, and just make those rocks in your schedule. Uh, I have a, a calendar uh, online and a paper. I, I work well with both. I have to see it, plus be able to plug it into my uh, Google Calendar. Um, that's probably one of the key things right there is having, and my husband actually is connected to my Google Calendar, and then he also knows, you know, when I have appointments and things like that, so when I need him to be, you know, around. So, um, you know, just really evaluate your day and make those blocks of when is family time and when is work time. And that would probably be the biggest thing that I could offer to anybody. Those are great tips. I remember doing that, too, um, when my other kids were younger and I was working from home doing a similar business. And that you're absolutely right to put those blocks in 
and stick to it, right? Mm-hmm. And you also said something very important because we're so uh, technology now, everything's online. And I love how you said, and your husband shares your calendar. So he knows, he knows in advance. We don't have to worry about anybody forgetting, hey, by the way, Tuesday at seven o'clock, I have an appointment. Or, you know, Wednesday at noon, I have an appointment. Everybody knows. And when everybody knows, the um, surprise level drops, right? Right, right. Yep. (laughs) Excellent. Well, Rachel, I love asking this last question because I find that when we can be, you know, kind of transparent about things that we still need to learn, it Mm -hmm. gives hope to others. So for you, what would you say is one skill or something that you would like to add or improve to your life that you feel would benefit you in having that more balanced lifestyle? Um, I would say probably I still um, need to disconnect from my phone sometimes and technology. So I would say probably just taking some of those blocks of times and putting my phone in my room and, you know, there, nobody's going to, nobody's going to, you know, have, uh, nobody's going to die or nothing's bad going, that bad <laughs> going to happen if, you know, if they can't get a hold of me, you know. Um, so I would probably say just disconnect from technology every once in a while would probably be the biggest skill that I need to work on. Well, I'm not, I just want to just mention this. I'm not giggling at you. I'm kind of giggling with you because I find that that seems to be the majority of people that I talk to is mm-hmm. truly learning to disconnect. And mm-hmm. I remember uh, for the longest time, I felt like I was always on call. I felt like mm-hmm. I was just supposed to be there for, whether it be my husband or my family or my customers, you know, if they needed yes. something, I was supposed to show up right then, right there and answer. And if I didn't, that made me a bad wife or a bad mother or, you know, a bad businesswoman. Right. And what I realized was I was really draining myself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't learn this until, oh, I don't know, just a few years ago, how to truly, truly do it. We, um, we had this really uh, beautiful secluded uh, property now. And it's so peace and quiet on the water. And when we first went there, I still had a tendency to kind of take my phone, right? Mm-hmm. Just in case. <laughs> Yeah. And what I realized was this is the perfect time and place to truly disconnect. And oftentimes I didn't even bring devices over there. I mean, a phone just in case for emergency. But what's funny is going back to that ripple effect is my daughter. She would bring friends over. And of course, all the kids have their own phones. And my daughter would actually take their phones and put them in the master closet, which has a lock on it. And she would lock them in the closet. (laughs) Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Come on, you know, talk to me. Let's go outside, Mm -hmm. play in the water, let's jump off the dock, let's just do whatever. And Mm -hmm. it's true because when we can completely disconnect from everything, what happens is we allow ourselves to um, breathe and Mm re-energize. So thanks for sharing that with us because you're not the only one. There's so many people out there wishing they could do the same thing. Yes. Yes, my my health coach actually. She told me she's like, you know, Rachel. She's like, your doctor's not on call twenty four seven. So why do you need to be calling twenty four seven? So mm. I've kind of been trying to keep that in the forefront of my brain that it's okay. Mm. Nobody, 
you know, that's why we try to connect people with our, the community uh, so that they, that's one of the components. So then they know that, oh, Rachel's not available right now, but I have other people that I can ask. Mm. And, you know, going back to that, I think what also can be very helpful in that sense as you're learning to transition yourself is the same concept of, you know, sharing the calendar with your husband, sharing mm-hmm. with your clients, your actual, um, your business hours, right? Mm-hmm. Do you work every day from 8 to 8? <laughs> Might not be a good idea. Right. But if right. your customers know that, you know what, there are certain nights that she shuts off or she unplugs or whatever, or certain mornings, but when we can, we can actually train our customers, in a sense, to know that as well, just like your doctor. Don't call right. your doctor after five because you're not going to get him after five. Right, right. That's fantastic. Well, um, Rachel, I really appreciate your time. Now, in order for people to get in touch with you because they've learned so much, um, because you're a, real, you're a real woman, you've really felt their pain, you've shared that you know what it's like to be in that health position of being you know, depressed and not feeling good and struggling, you've transformed your own body and own life and now you're passing this along. What if somebody mm-hmm. wants to know more about your business and this health assessment? How would they get in touch with you? Um, well, I'm on Facebook under Rachel Best and um, I also, my phone number, 567-204-2735 and I also have a uh, email Mm-hmm. And that is uh, coach at hotmail.com. And they can just shoot me an email uh, or give me a call, and I can set up a health assessment with them and explore what their goals are and, you know, what matters most to them and why they would want to get to a healthier weight. And then I would love to assist them to get to that point. Uh, that would be fantastic. And just out of curiosity, just in case they're wondering, when they um, get in touch with you for this health assessment, what kind of time commitment would they be looking for, A, for the assessment itself, and B, you know, do you have uh, an idea of a time frame for somebody to start getting their body and their, their life into shape? Yeah. So um, the health assessment usually takes about 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, to just, you know, go over their goals and ask them a few questions. And then really depending on what their goal is, if it's, you know, 15 pounds, they could reach that goal within about six weeks. But if they have, like myself, it took me about a year, um, 12 and a half months to lose 103 pounds. So, you know, just kind of depends. Everybody's different. Every body is different. So, um, but that's kind of a, a six weeks to a year, depending on what their their goals are. Fantastic. And I love that you're being very realistic and sharing your own personal experiences. I think that really helps people put it into perspective of what to expect. Mm-hmm. And everybody, I just want to say thank you for listening today. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed our interview with Rachel Best, our transformational health coach. Uh, get in touch with her if you have any questions or if you know somebody who could use her services. Of course, rate it five stars. Share it with somebody. Rachel, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Thank you. And we will see you next week. All right. Thank you.